Blog Talk Radio. WIJSF.com Women in Jazz South Florida Inc. is a 501c3 nonprofit educational organization that promotes women musicians globally through events, concerts, performances, clinics, lectures, workshops, articles, interviews, newsletters, courses, contacts, research, history, archives, websites, film, audio and video recordings and recognition. Visit us at WIJSF.com. You're listening to blogtalkradio.com slash musicwoman with your host, Diva JC.
JC here in sunny South Florida on the radio. And this morning, I woke up to 46 degrees in sunny South Florida. Beautiful sunrise. It only went up to 55 so far, as far as I know. And, you know, that's not good for me. Moved back from Atlanta to South Florida for this cold weather. Mm. But anyway, you were just listening to Tough Love, the opening song on our Women in Jazz South Florida compilation CD number six. Number six just broke, and we're releasing it this month. We're going to have a CD release party in March, somewhere, sometime. Today, my guest is Bass's friend, Friedman. So let me bring her in. Hi, friend. Hi, Jones. Hi, Jones. Thanks for having me on. How are you? I'm good. Having moved here a few years ago from Cleveland, Ohio, it doesn't seem all that cold to me. (laughs) Well, I was freezing. I had a coat on this morning. Seriously, we turned the heat on. (laughs) Yeah, so, heaven to sun, try to keep moving on everything. (laughs) In the meantime, Fran, tell us how... Did you come to music as a child? Well, you know, that's an interesting question because I really didn't. I mean, I took the usual piano lessons, which I loved, but it was a borrowed piano. And at some point, my mother had to send it back to her sister. Um, I wanted to take flute, never got around to it until I was in college. And when they tested kids, you know, back when I was in school in the 50s, I'm giving away some information there. Um, they tested you with to see if you could tell, hear notes, the relative pitch. And I was not one of the kids that got recommended to an instrument. So I really didn't get into um, playing bass. I'm really getting into uh, music in that way as a player until I was about 20 years old and I learned that you can develop your ear (laughs) you can develop an ear but it was not that that was not natural for me well how did you come to the bass though you know piano I I did yeah I had a guitar just for fun in high school and I would play around on it learn some things from books and I realized at some point that I was picking out bass lines and that when I listen to music, that's what I listen to. And I've just always loved the lower registers. Registers. I don't think I, I, I certainly didn't understand the way I do now what the role of the bass is, but I just was drawn to it. And so I, I just had in the back of my mind, I always wanted to play bass. I was at a friend's house, and her brother had a borrowed bass guitar and a little amp, and he showed me a 12-bar blues progression and I was hooked. And it's still my favorite thing to play. And from there, I got a bass, I got an amp, and I have been playing ever since. And I was, about, I guess, about 20, 21 years old when that happened. And do you play acoustic bass 
I do not. I have never have. I love to watch others play it. I enjoy it. I've never drawn to it. I started on electric, um, playing a Fender Precision, and I've always played electric bass. And it's just just always been uh, what what I've been drawn to. So do you um, write any of your own music? I don't write music. I have played uh, original bass lines. The one thing I love about blues, and I do play cover music, top 40, classic rock, R&B. I don't only play blues. I really like to mix it up. But there's room because there's one's always improvising. So my creativity comes more from listening to everything around me and creating that bass line in the moment that makes the rest of the music sound better I I was working um, with some, some guys last week I recorded a, a track on their original music so my writing is just that I'm writing the bass line so that and the other thing I love where my creativity comes in is, is I'm very um, drawn to, to just rhythmic changes and changing up the rhythm and driving the rhythm and so it, where there's room for improvisation and jamming is just really being creative with different rhythmic patterns. Do you work with other women musicians? I have, and actually in Cleveland, for six years, I was in an all-female blues, R&B, and classic rock band. Well, it was all-female for the first four, and then we had to replace the drummer. As you might imagine... One of the challenges when you have an all-female band is if somebody leaves, we don't have a large pool of players to select from, at least not in the genre of music that I play. And anytime you're putting a band together, there are a lot of different aspects that have to match up to work with people. You have to get along personally, musically, agree on the type of music you want to play, how often you want to gig. Because there are a lot of things that have to match. And then if you add in the very relatively small number of women that are playing electric, I'll, I'll just generally refer to it as the electric music, it's, it's tough to keep a band all-female. But we did for four years have it all-female. We had two really good electric guitarists, a front woman who could sing just about anything and play blues harp, a drummer, and myself on bass. And we played the top clubs in Cleveland. We had a big following, and it was a lot of fun, especially my daughter, her friends, other when the, some of the younger girls and women came out, it was just kind of cool for them to hear the sound created totally by women. Now that's interesting because does your daughter play? No, my daughter was always in a musical theater. So I would be in the house playing classic rock and blues, and she's blaring uh, musical music for Broadway shows. So we had just both very into music, but in different ways. Well, that's really cool. That's cool. Do you have yeah. other children? Do you want to learn bass? I just ha- I have one daughter, and um, I always always wondered, a couple of her friends were interested. I used to do some workshops at her school, 
uh, and teach space to some of the the other girls. I kept a smaller space around that was easy for a beginner, but my daughter just was never really interested in learning it. She loves to come out to hear me play when she's in town in December, for example. She and some of her friends that came with her came out to a club where I was playing. And we had sometimes had a group of girls who were all in musical theater, some of whom have since been on Broadway, get up and sing back up with us just for fun. And that was always a blast at certain clubs where it was appropriate for that to happen. Okay. Now, what about studying music? Did you study it, um, you know, in school? Or did you I'm relatively, I'm relatively, I'm sorry. No, I'm relatively untrained. When I started playing bass, I did find someone and I took some lessons and and it got me started. Within six months, I was playing out in a band. Here and there through the years, if I felt that I was kind of in a rut and wanted to expand my playing, I might hear somebody that has something that I wanted to learn from and I would get in touch and take a few lessons. I took a class when I was living in Cleveland, the area I lived in has an Institute of Music, and I took a class in theory and composition, which helped me understand the way I think about music as a bassist. I think in terms of the intervals, which is the, the patterns. That's how I approach the music. But I'm other than that, I'm, I'm relatively untrained. I don't read music. I've never played a bass line from a piece of paper. I wouldn't know how to do it. I would be there going, all cars eat gas. And by the time I figured it out, the song would be over. So I play by ear. And most of the people I've played with play by ear. I've been in full-time working bands, and we just learned everything back then from the record, which then became the CD. Okay. And and now talk about CDs. Have you done any recordings? I have here and there recorded on some CDs through the years. Somewhere way back in the 70s, I was in a band that was more of an original independent rock band, and I, I played on some tracks for them. I played actually on some tracks for somebody here just as a favor. That's a whole different kind of music. I, I really don't even know what to call it. It's Kirtan, which is an Indian-based spiritual music, but the style that we played was really not like the traditional, and she just wanted some bass lines, so I, I recorded a few tracks for her. I recorded last week, as I mentioned, and other than that, than the demo that we had for the blues band that I mentioned before, I have not done a lot of studio work. I don't really love doing studio work. I do. I did do enjoy it now and then, but I really mostly love the live gigs. Right. And so, um, tell us about why, you know, because I'll preface preface it with the reason why I founded Women in Jazz South Florida was because after 34 years of touring and performing, I realized I had only worked with six women, and I had worked with hundreds of musicians. And so 
1997, I started teaching children about women in jazz and blues. And in 2007, I incorporated the nonprofit to, you know, follow my mission, bring awareness about women musicians. Now, your organization is on Facebook, is that correct? Yes, South Florida Women in Music, and I've been in Florida a little over three years. I was probably here for a year before I started playing, and I started meeting some female performers who I really respected, and I wanted to find more, and my hope was to both be able to promote women. I myself now play for fun. I do a couple gigs a month, maybe three. However, there are women out there still really trying to build followings who really deserve to have followings. They're really exceptional. And I also just wanted to provide a forum where it would be easier for women musicians to promote themselves and to find each other. So I started the page. I invite people to it. And I invite any women play, sing, write, and their friends to reach out to South Florida Women in Music, request to join. It's free. And I ask women to feel comfortable to come on and introduce themselves, what they do, where they perform, and promote their gigs. And there are several who do and who take advantage of it. And it's just, that's why I did it. And similarly, why I produced the Three Diva Night at a club where I play regularly, where I, I play in the host band of a blues jam at a club in Lauderhill called Rosie Babies. And I wanted to feature a few of the women that I had met in the music scene. And also I put together a backup band to play behind the headliner, who uh, the, the, the first act was a woman named Mary Jane Cunningham, who has incredible credentials, played with a lot of famous people in her younger days, does standard swing, standard tunes, has a real velvety voice. Then we had Sister Mary Beth. Sista, that's not like a nun. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Sista with an A-H. Okay. Um, Real bluesy, (laughs) talented woman also who's been performing in the area. And then Rochelle Koba, who is an amazing guitarist, singer, songwriter, blues, has had a lot of national accolades. And I also got to play with her because I put together with some guys that I have played with at the jams, et cetera, um, brought in another guitarist and drummer, and we backed her for the headlining act. And we sold out in within a matter of a few days. It was a little place we had it packed, and it was a great show. And it was really just to promote them, to bring people together, and for for myself, play with somebody who's who I really respect musically. Well, that is commendable. That is commendable. More and more women are coming out of the musical closet. What do you do? Professionally, what do you do to earn a living? 
Well, that's a good question. Um, for many years, as you have on your Facebook post, after I, I spent about five years as a full-time musician and then realized that it just really wasn't the lifestyle for me, not being trained. I'm limited as far as teaching and studio work, and, and I just it just became a job. It kind of took the joy out for me. Um, and I wanted to have normal hours so I could see people other than musicians. <laughs> so I went back to school, and I became a clinical psychologist. So that was my wow. career for 25 years. I'm still licensed in Ohio, but not in Florida, but I played through the years also. So that really, I always kept my hand in and had my few gigs a month. And I'm now retired from that profession. However, I've also been involved in holistic healing and energy work for decades. And that is something that I'm doing here and and building up here in, in Florida. I do a type of coaching that connects people with soul-level consciousness, and I have events and classes. So that's just another aspect of my how I express my fulfillment. And the you know, music is one way that I connect. I'm not sure where I connect, but I connect somewhere. It takes you somewhere else, as you know. And this energy work is something else that I still do. Do you do Reiki? Well, it's not Reiki. What I do, what I work with is called the Akashic Records. And the Akashic Records are an energetic vibration of every soul through all lifetimes. And we are able to do consultations, readings for other people. That's not prediction, like psychic prediction, but it brings a soul-level perspective to life's challenges and helps people make shifts that they've been wanting to make throughout life it's just it's a way to be empowered to connect with a divine source i teach people to do that for themselves as well as doing consultations readings i use consultation because reading tends to connote a psychic reading and this is a little different and so that's that's kind of my, I'd say my day thing, although I do it in the evening. I just don't do it as late in the evening as I play music, <laughs> right? So, because that usually starts after nine o'clock. So I do, I have, I hold classes in Fort Lauderdale and events in Fort Lauderdale and do readings both right, like through. I'd like to talk to you about that offline, okay? Uh, because yeah, I did yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like regression therapy and I'm pretty well into that, so I would love to talk to you. I want to ask I you, I want you to give me one-minute advice for a young woman coming into the music business. One minute. Did you hear me? Boy, I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about that one, and partly because I'm wondering what the what the scene is, but you know, it's really all about it's sometimes tough to get the support you need. It's about um, believing in yourself, doing what you love. And I have people come up to me, women my age or even quite a bit younger, who say, I always wanted to learn to play an instrument. And, you know, if it's something you want to do, do it. It's that simple. 
If it's something you want to do, do it. And I started kind of late. I'm not trained. I get tremendous fulfillment and joy out of it. And through the years, even though I've had other things I do in my life, you know, I hold my own. And I get to play with some really good people here in Florida. And it's just a blast. So I would just say if it's something that you want to do, do it. Stick with it. If you hear someone else who you think has something that you would like to learn, go up to them buy a lesson or two, and just stick with it. It'll always be there for you to come back to at other points in your life. So that would be my main advice. And it's sometimes it's challenging, but you just kind of hang in there. Well, that is no good advice. Very good advice. And I want to thank you for taking the time to be my guest today. And thank you for your membership and support of Women in Jazz South Florida. We will be having a CD release party. I hope that we can do it. Maybe we'll do it at Rosie Davies. I don't know. You and I can talk. And now I would love to participate. Okay. And support you in that. I think what you're doing is fantastic. Well we're gonna we're gonna join forces. Great. So we're gonna listen to keeping Myself Alone by Deanna Cannon, a.k.a. Lorena C. And uh, thank you again, Fran, for being here with me today. It's my pleasure. Thank you for inviting me. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
www.wijsf.com. Women in Jazz South Florida Inc. is a 501c3 nonprofit educational organization that promotes women musicians globally. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.